In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here today. So, I'll start with my business tip of the week. As many of you know who have been listening the past several weeks, I have been working very, very hard on pulling all of my paperwork um, together. It's not just my paperwork. It happens to be my husband's paperwork. And I'll tell you, if my marriage could survive this, my marriage could survive anything. Because I ha- my husband never really believed in keeping um, his papers in order. And he does have his own business. And so let's just say I've been putting about seven years of paperwork in order. And my business tip of the week is... You must take baby steps, and that's what I keep telling myself every single day, that if I continue to take baby steps and keep my eye on the ball, I know that I will see the light at the end of the tunnel. So after six weeks of very, very hard work, I am pleased to report that I see the light. (laughs) So please, if I can do it, you guys out there can do it also. Baby steps will create those big steps, which will give you that feeling of accomplishment. Okay, so that's my tip of the week. I am very, very excited to introduce you, um, Greg, (laughs) to my wonderful guest, Greg Panos. And Greg, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Yep, Um, that's right. Okay, so Greg, um, I'm going to let you tell my listeners all about your credentials. You've got over 30 incredible years of doing social media, marketing, the whole whole thing. So tell us a little bit about your company, Panos Creative, and um, we'll start our show with that. Welcome, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, Josephine. Uh, uh, Thank you for having me on. A little bit about me. Well, I guess uh, to start, I would say I'm a serial entrepreneur since the uh, time time I graduated from college. uh, My family was in the restaurant business, as Greeks tend to be. It's a genetic defect that we have. We have to be in some sort of food business. Um, I went to IIT in Chicago uh, for their architecture program, which Mies van der Rohe had founded that school, uh, the architecture department there. And uh, then I transferred to Penn State to finish up my my college. And um, 
in my degree. So afterwards, I got into the restaurant business, family restaurant business immediately. And uh, after that, um, moved into the chocolate business down in Philadelphia. I moved from Erie, Pennsylvania to Philly. And after that, got into the juvenile furniture business and uh, opened up a specialty store, uh, got on the board of directors of one of the biggest buying groups in the juvenile specialty industry, uh, was in charge of their youth furniture marketing, um, their uh, marketing in general advertising committee. Uh, and uh, after about nine years as a specialty store owner, I then went into um, the vendor end and uh, started marketing a potty for a friend of mine. And it was um, it was one of those potties that uh, actually worked. I mean, uh, the, you know, a little girl, little boy that wasn't potty trained could immediately ascertain what, what it was, and, um, and uh, it trained them very quickly, and we quickly became the number one selling potty in the country. And then wow. I decided to... Yeah, it was it was kind of cool. I'm the the inventor that sounds was a friend. Great. Oh yeah, that's yeah. amazing um, because Greg, believe it or not, only because I'm in the industry, you know, related to potty training, there are a lot of potties on the market. So to be considered the number one potty, you know, selling is a truly great accomplishment. So I think that's really great. Well, yeah, the, the the inventor, the pat, the the guy that holds the patent is a friend. Was a friend of my father's, and he, he right now he's close to eighty years old. But he actually had about twenty nine patents in the toy industry, and he had wow. uh, developed the the stick mitt, which was a mitt with Velcro on it, and he would throw a tennis ball and it would stick. And he developed that so he could train his son how to catch a ball and be confident and. Um, that was 28, 29 years before, and his son had a baby, and his grandson was ha- had some um, disabilities, and they couldn't potty train him. He was five years old, so he went to visit his grand, his uh, son and daughter-in-law and grandson up in Seattle, and he looked at the potties, and he said, these all look like dog dishes. They're colorful. You know, how do these kids tell the difference between a dog dish or a potty? So he came up with a very simple idea. He designed a plastic potty that looked just like a regular toilet with a little handle that made a flushing noise. And he patented it. And um, unfortunately, with plastic, that's a big piece compared to, you know, the potties that were on the market or the seats sure. that were on the market. So mm-hmm. when we went to the stores like Babies or Us and, and Bye Bye Baby, they didn't want to put this huge box on the shelf. Um, yeah, but Shelf what we space, did is yeah. Oh, Shelf yeah, they, space is so important to them, and I can understand. You know, Greg, it's always so funny. They're afraid to try something absolutely brand spanking new, and especially if it was that big. I can understand that. Well, yeah, and and up until up until the internet, uh, real when 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 I was in the specialty store business, the. The natural progression and evolution of a product was basically uh, you had these really great products. They came out. They were shown at these trade shows, and the specialty stores would pick them up first. And then the specialty stores, because usually really great products need to be explained. They need right. they, and, and, and people in big box stores like Babies R Us or Bye Bye Baby, I mean, you basically get clerks that are just there to you know, ring up sales and stock the shelves. So the specialty stores would explain the products, and uh, after that, 
um, you know, as, as it grew and word of mouth grew and people understood that it was a good product, it would then, you know, be ushered into the big box stores. And then at that point, the margins were so low that the specialty stores wouldn't carry them anymore. And a um, perfect example of that is the uh, diaper genie. Uh, the, the guy's name is John Jacoby. He's from Cleveland, Ohio. And I remember when he first came out with it. I mean, they were retailing for $69, and they were well oh. worth it. There was no smell. Um, uh-huh. uh, right Start was like the catalog, the upscale catalog of what you needed for, you know, it was like the, the sharper image catalog of the baby industry. And right. um, uh, they, they were carrying it. We put it in our store. And after about... Three years, uh, they were they were actually selling at Babies or Us for less than what we were, were paying wholesale for them. <laughs> so I mean, how um, is that possible? Well, uh, I mean, the margins were so low we couldn't afford to sell them. I mean, they they cost us around twenty dollars twenty dollars plus freight, and they were selling for twenty two twenty two ninety nine at Walmart. Um, they became I mean, li- literally, the big thing with that is you had to buy the bag to go in them and if if you think of it it, it's it's like the uh the the razors that that i buy for my face you know i mean they'll give you a razor and 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 and, uh two of the uh refills and then you know i mean for like 9.99 and then you go to buy four four more razor refills and just the refills alone are you know twenty (laughs) dollars for four of them so um that i i that's that was excuse me that was the normal progression and the internet changed all that um so when we had that potty uh we they put us on the babiesrus.com to begin with and and we just started selling because people on the internet internet is like word of mouth on steroids so when okay. people find something good they'll shout it out and they'll tell their friends and and you know, the progression from there has gone from that was right around the year 2002, 2003. I mean, now we've got full blown social media, which is, you know, it's like word of mouth on steroids exponential. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait to start talking about that, Greg, because you are the, the expert here. And, you know, today I title, I, you know, the title of my show today is all about social media. And, you know, your examples are so right on the money because I had gone to this big conference, the NACDS show, and what they were saying is, you know, it's not so bad if you start, like, instead of getting on the shelves of, you know, CVS, if you get, you know, on CVS.com, you know, it's a great way to start getting your product known in the industry, oh, yeah. just like you said, you know. Oh, ab- absolutely. And I mean, if, if you look at the power of social media, and, and, and the funny thing is a little bit, you know, once I got in and became a vendor, um, I got out of the potty business and, and my uh, old college roommate and I decided to get together and he was in IT. Um, he was involved in one of the major companies that built all those data centers where the, that host, the, that basically housed the the uh, the computers, the servers for the internet, and um, so he was in on the ground floor of the internet setup, and uh, we decided to, uh, you know, get in business together. It was like a dream we had when we were college roommates. Let's do something together, and uh, you know, 20 years later, we got together. We founded a company called Euro Baby, and we 
started importing and distributing upscale European baby products in the U.S. And um, <clears throat> back in 2001, we, I, I came up with this crazy thought that the Internet was going to explode and moms were going to be on there because... As everyone knows, moms have very well. Everyone has very little time. Time is. But the I agree with asset. you. I agree with you, Greg. Because as far as moms, especially after giving birth or when you're pregnant with your first child, a lot of moms are confined to the house, and right. you know they're preparing the nursery. They're getting things ready for the baby to come, and they do have a lot of downtime next to the computer. And I agree with you. And I can't wait to talk more about, you know, how moms are the buyers on the Internet. When we come back, we're going to take a quick um, break and we'll be back with Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairytaleWishesInc.com. And for Deanna, TheNextBigZing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen on toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. Everybody in the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website, and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The Wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Mom with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. from Panos Creative talking about social media today. And before our break, we were just discussing how, you know, the stay-at-home moms are an extremely good market to target when it comes to social media because a lot of moms, even though they might have toddlers at home when they're napping, you know, just for sanity, as far as I was concerned years back when my kids were much younger, I would sit at that computer and I would just, you know, 
for two hours, I'd surf the net just to educate myself about things, about new products on the market. And um, I do think you're 100% right about that mom market, Greg. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, as I was saying, in 2001, I came up with this crazy thought of two websites, actually three websites. One would be uh, Great for Kids. The other one was Moms to Be, and the third one was Vase Virtual Alliance of Stores and Independent Stores and Suppliers. And I took out actual trade show booths at three trade shows uh, to sign people up. And you know, my idea would, was that we would get all these all these uh, moms uh, interacting on the on the two which community sites because social networking wasn't a, a, a buzz term then. And then we would get these stores and suppliers on the other side, and we kind of mix everybody together. And, and uh, I spent like $30,000 on three trade shows and had absolutely no one sign up. <laughs> so, oh, uh, wow. That's yeah. scary. We know well, how expensive scary. trade shows are, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm stubborn. I mean, I, I knew that that's where it was going to go, and uh, so I stuck with it. And yeah, uh, to this day, um, you know, it's not just moms being on the internet so much but moms control the they've always controlled the pocketbook they they make the final buying decisions i think it's 96 percent of the time it comes down to them making the decision so so when you talk about targeting for a business they are your most important demographic i don't care where you're at what niche you're in but specifically in juvenile toy and children's apparel I mean, let's be honest, the dads don't make those decisions 90% of the time. So, um, you know, moms, I mean, Facebook, um, I mean, once once the network started, the social network started, I mean, you had MySpace, and I saw that as more of a, for teeny boppers, you know, to me that was like a teeny bopper place. And when Facebook came up, my wife is a professor, so Facebook originally started, you could only have a .edu address to get an email address to get on Facebook. You had to be in college. So because my wife had a .edu address, I signed up for Facebook, and I got involved, and I became a beta tester. And um, it's, you know, it has really grown, and I, and I see Facebook as a, I mean, look, if you look at it, Facebook is really, um, they've become quite a competitor for Google, for, for web dominance, if you want to call it that. So, sure. um, you know, Businesses today that aren't doing social media, first, shame on them. Number one, shame on them. I mean, it, it, they're, they're just and, – and if they're doing any kind of newspaper advertising, I mean, that's fine. If you're going to do newspaper advertising, as long as your demographic is like 65 and older, then keep, keep putting the money right. into newspaper. But if your demographic is below 65 years old, you're throwing that money away. Okay, and, uh, so I agree with you there, Greg, because, I mean, we all know social media is free. And as a small business owner, I struggle myself. I only have, I am juggling an awful lot of balls, and I only have certain hours in the day. And I, what I'm trying to figure out, Greg, is how to get myself on a really good schedule. Like, cl- I'm trying to look at a clean blackboard and I'm trying to say okay what do I have to do to get word out about my Glovius product so 
I'll tell you, I recently had a revelation. I worked really hard on my website. I actually did two versions. I'm on my second version of my website that's completed. And I am thinking I need a third web page. And I'll tell you, the reason why I brought you on as a guest, Greg, is because I actually was one of the people at the trade show that signed up for your for your. Um, for your emails, and mm -hmm. um, you had sent over a few weeks ago an email that I thought was, it just blew me away, and it was all about Facebook landing page, uh, you know, how to build your own, and I thought, wow, you really nailed this, because the more I think about my business, the more I feel like my um, website is important, but what's more important is probably a Facebook landing page. And what I decided my third version of my website is actually going to be a one page. Just a one-page website that people can go to. It's going to have a very clean look, and you're just going to see my product in use, and you're going to see a big order button, and you're going to click on it and be able to order Glovies, and that's it. But if people really want to know about me, Josephine Jirasi, about what I do with my radio show, what I do with my Glovies product, then they'll be able to find me on Facebook and I'll have a real fancy landing page like you have. <laughs> How is that, Greg? Do you think that's a good plan? Well, yeah, as, as long as that one-page website includes links to your Facebook and your social media. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I'm actually setting up right now clients that are, are foregoing websites just for, for Facebook. And we're putting their complete website, what would normally be on a complete website, we're, we're doing it on Facebook. And w when you think of that, um, I, I use an example of, uh, you know, if, if you move into a town and, and, and your dentist, uh, you know, you've had a dentist forever and that dentist is like, you know, something happens, he moves away. And uh, you're on Facebook and you've got a lot of friends. And uh, now if you do a Google search for a new dentist, uh, obviously, the first ones that are going to show up are the ones that have paid for AdWords um, specific to dentists, finding a dentist, and specific to your location. Uh, now, if you do a uh, search for dentist on Facebook, because Facebook knows your location, the, and the first thing it's going to do is going to find um, dentists that your friends have already fanned. So wouldn't it be cool you put it in, you're looking for a search, and then all of a sudden, bang, there's, there's uh, uh, you know, oh, geez, I have eight friends that like this page. Well, that's, that's a subliminal message that these people are recommending this dentist. So uh, that's, that's the importance of, of uh, social media at this point. That, that is really the importance of being on Facebook. And let's face it, you don't own that web, that, that fan page. Facebook does. So the biggest thing that you want to do is to get people to like you. And, when, you know, you were saying my fancy landing page. Yes. Um, it's, it's really, I mean, you, people can, you can do it yourself. It's, it's called FBML. If you know what HTML is, it's basically that kind of code, only FB is for Facebook. So uh, it's a few changes, but you can design your own little page on, on landing page on Facebook. And as the biggest 
the biggest issue I run into with clients, uh, and you mentioned it uh, several times, social media is free. But, but take free and take the word free. Look, um, a, lot of my, a lot of people I run into, I was just at Toy Fair, and a lot of people are, I ask them, are you doing social media? Oh, yeah, we have a Facebook page, we have Twitter. Yep. I said, is it all tied in the, oh, yeah, the one inter- up, updates the other, it's fine. Yep. Yep. We're all set, don't worry about it. And then I'll look, you know, with today's technology, I, I get my iPhone out, and I turn around and I, I look at their Facebook page, fan page up, and it's actually a friend page. It's not a, uh, a fan page. Or if it's a fan page, it's a community page, not a business page. So there's all these little intricacies that um, a lot of people don't understand. Yes, it's free, but if you're going to do trial and error, and, and if you're in business, let's, you, don't have, you can't afford to do trial and error. Uh, there's some great information on Facebook on how to, I mean, there's, I think it's a 40 or 50 page PDF that you can download and you can read it and it'll tell you step by step. If you're this type of business, you should do this. I mean, that's where people should start. Uh, and okay. obviously. How do we get to that, Greg? Just um, on the whole. If you just go to Facebook, if you just go to Facebook and then you hit the help. Uh, for any, or you put in uh, help and then in the search for help, you put uh, Facebook fan or business page and you'll you'll see it um a lot of people also mistake the fact that they may have a a a place page because facebook has places so uh i've seen uh retailers that have a facebook place page and instead of a facebook fan page now you can have both and and if you're a brick and mortar you should have a place page um so so this is there are all these little different things that, you know, after, you know, spending 10 years in the medium, uh, I understand. And, I'm, uh, you know, it's funny because I go to Toy Fair and uh, I have salt and pepper hair. I mean, I'm a middle-aged man. And, you know, you start talking social media and people think that they need to be talking to a college, just graduated college student. Right. Because they, they assume that they understand it because they don't have any gray hair. Um, and... The, the, the funny thing is, I think it was November's issue of Fast Company magazine, which is owned by Inc. Uh, magazine. Uh, they had a cover issue, a cover of uh, Lance Armstrong on there, and they had run what they called the Influence Project. And it started in the summer, and uh, they asked a lot of social media uh, marketers to get involved. And, and uh, then you kind of – we, we – executed uh, an email that went out and tweeted and everything else. And by the amount of people that we connected with, they they decided who was the biggest influencers. And uh, this this went on globally. And I actually came out as a first-degree influencer in the top four percentile in the the world. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah, I I, I love to say this because I was actually 620 uh, people ahead of Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> so, I mean, wow. I feel real. You know, it's the only thing amazing. I'm ever going to beat Shaquille O'Neal at. So, uh, definitely not in basketball. Maybe free throws, but, um, but That's so I mean, funny. this is, but, but this but is, it's this is a- so important. I think you're so right, Greg, all about, you know, getting social media down. And to some people, it's so overwhelming. And to, you know, 
you know how to do it. So I've got so many questions for you. We're going to come up on a break and I'm going to help have you help me solve some of my um, social media issues as far as paying it forward goes. We want the world to know that we exist. So we'll be back okay. shortly. Thanks, Greg. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. It's time to get your boots on with the Boot Campaign with hosts Megan Roth and Bailey Gray Thursdays at noon, 1 central on toginet.com, sponsored by Austin Bank. The whole point of the Boot Campaign is to continue the true grassroots initiative developed by a group of patriotic women known as the Boot Girls. Inspired by the true story of Marcus Luttrell, the lone survivor, the Boot Girls got started with celebrities but want every American to get your boots on by purchasing a pair of the Give Back Combat Boots. The campaign's motto is simple. When they come back, we give back. For more on the Boot Campaign, go to the website, bootcampaign.com. The Boot Campaign Get Your Boots On Show will feature discussions on current events impacting the lives of active duty and retired military, interviews with our nation's war heroes, medical professionals, and celebrities who have put their boots on. Do your part and join us for The Boot Campaign Get Your Boots On Show with Megan Roth and Baby Gray, Thursdays at noon, 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Was sad because right. he had a death kill mommy and dad. Right. But that ain't the case. Nope. It wasn't his fate. No, nope. the walls never struggled to communicate. Y'all wave your hands. Look who's on. It's the code of man Keith and he's number one. It's that Keith Wine Show on Toginet.com, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central. Every week, that Keith Wine Show will have guests that share their experiences, expertise, opinions, and personal lives with us to hopefully help us better understand others. The topics and guests will come from the American Sign Language community. For more on Keith Wine and the show, go to his website, KeithWineWann.com. Listen with an open mind and willingness to learn and help with the cultural bridge. Number, number one, Keith's number one. Everybody clap because the code of man Don't miss that Keith Wan show. Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Toginet.com. Everyone, we have Greg Panos from Panos Creative with us. Greg's a social media expert, and we were just discussing. Um, you know, Greg, a lot of mom entrepreneurs out there are my listeners, and um, what we have a hard time figuring out is how can we get ourselves on a decent schedule so that we can figure out um, how much time we really have to devote to social media. Well, that's a great question. And, uh, again, time being your most valuable asset. Um, the, the idea is if you set up your social media uh, architecture, and I call it social media architecture just because it goes back to my, my, my previous life. Um, if you set it up right, it, it's, it's not, it, it doesn't have to be time, so time involved. Um, let's face when, it, you, like you said, you're, you're surfing on the, on the net, correct? Correct. Okay, the first thing you have to do, and, and I think uh, when you and I had spoken before, you need to set your goals and objectives up first. 
I mean, no matter if you're a mom entrepreneur or not, you have to set up your goals and objectives. And, okay. and, and let's face it, a mom entrepreneur and social media in general, you want people to, to know your personality. That's why uh, these big businesses that approach uh, companies like ours and say, can you blog for us? We, I, I just, you know, I shake my head and I said, you, you don't even get social media. Um, you have to be transparent. And, and, you know, it's just like I could never lie to my mother. She always knew when I was lying. If I told her, you know, a fib about where I was or why I was out so late, she knew it. So, and, okay. and the same thing happens with social media. Moms inherently have this intuition, and they can they they know whether people are being transparent and honest, or whether it's just you know schmaltzy commercialism. And that's the one thing you want to avoid. I mean, I've seen so many small businesses and mom entrepreneurs put up a Facebook page, and the next thing you know, they're hammering out their, their message. Um, uh, if you want to picture old media as a guy with a megaphone or a woman with a megaphone, new media is sort of a picture. Let's, let's just take a cocktail party, and that's what, what that's what social media is: it's a cocktail party, and you're you're kind of you're, you're you're walking through the party, and you're looking at different groups of people. And when you're at a cocktail party and you see a group of people talking, do you go to the one? If you hear somebody just talking about themselves, you, you usually shy away from them. You know, and usually sure. that group gets smaller and smaller. So um, social media, you want to get what your target demographic is interested in. Now, yes, we can say they're moms, but let's look at Glovies, for instance. Okay, let's take your product, for, for example. Okay. There are moms out there that are very concerned about germs, are very concerned about, uh, you know, health issues. Those are... I mean, you, your best bet is to identify those mom influencers. And there's ways of doing it. I mean, you, you throw in the keywords you can go into, and it's called socialmention.com. Um, if you go to socialmention.com and put in keywords, it will search every platform out there and find uh, any post or anything, tweets, uh, Facebook posts, blogs, anything to have those keywords in it. And obviously you can find out who posted them, and then you can target them. And they, oh, you see, want to bring that's them. That's great. That's great, and, Greg. I never even knew that existed. So socialmention.com. Yes. And then we just put in the keywords. But the keywords are so important to try to figure out what really is um, associated with your product or service, correct? Correct. And, and, and that has an awful lot to do with your mission statement. And, you know, this is basic business. And um, I've seen so many fantastic ideas created by moms most of the time um, that, that they miss the one fact. When you start in business, you should have a mission statement. It's a roadmap and a business Correct. plan. Um, and a lot of them don't. A lot of them just build it. You know, they build it and they think they will come. You know, and that doesn't happen in business. You, you don't start off on a road trip in, let's say, Richmond, Virginia to go to, uh, and I'm going to make up a name here, you know, East Creek, Whiteland, Oregon, some little town, and you just don't head west. You, you normally, you know, you lay out your, if you're going to drive, you lay out your plan on how to get there, a roadmap. And, and the same thing goes with business. Uh, otherwise, you're going to miss the mark. 
And so I, you- I think you're so right about that, Greg. You know, the, like you said, just to review here real quick, because I know a lot of people out there get so overwhelmed with all this social media. So the first thing they should do is set your goals and objectives for social media. Now, when we talk about social media, what are the most what's the most important um, thing we should do, Greg, in your eyes? Is it should we like who should we belong to? Should we belong to Facebook as a number one priority? Should it be Twitter? Should it be LinkedIn? Those are the top three that I actually personally belong to. But what is your opinion on that? Well, again, depending on, on what you're doing. If you're B2B, LinkedIn is, is a must. Um, uh, LinkedIn is, is slowly coming along. Hopefully, they'll make some more advances and they'll become the the, the uh, quote Facebook of the business community, um, okay. rather than just a you know degree of separation kind of you know uh, networking uh, site, but uh, all of the above. Uh, let me just put it that way, and, and throw in a blog there. Uh, and the blog, can, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a, a blog is something personal. Now, it doesn't mean you have to write every day. This is. And if you look at my social media, uh, if you look at my LinkedIn or my Facebook or my Twitter or whatever, you'll see all sorts of posts. And um, I don't spend a whole lot of time posting. I never post directly. Uh, there's tools out there. Uh, I, I have a, a blogging platform that I use. And, and um, from there, I've integrated everything else. So when I'm, you know, searching for because of my business articles on social media and marketing, I'll, uh, I'll come across one, and, and I set my Google alerts. Now, this is what, this is what you should do. You, you, once you get all your platforms set up, you set your Google alerts to alert you of things that you think your target demographic would be interested in. Now, obviously, someone health, you know, or in, let's take Glovies again, any recalls, okay. JPMA, you know. So you just put a whole bunch of keywords up in your Google alerts. Now, you're, you're going through your day, and then all of a sudden a Google alert comes across. You get an email, and it says, um, here's a recall for, for children's products. So you click on that, and you copy it, paste it, whatever, put it up to your, your blogging platform, which hopefully you've been able to connect. So it automatically just, you know, you click, you paste it, and click, and it publishes, and it goes to your Twitter, your Facebook, your LinkedIn, everything. Now you've engaged people. Now, uh, 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 another big misconception about Facebook fan pages. Number one, they have to be linked to a personal account if they are going to be able to take full advantage of all the apps, the APIs. Um, that doesn't mean that if I go to your fan page that I'm going to be able to see your personal page. Hmm. I'm all confused about that, Greg. I have to be honest with you. I am a complete disaster when it comes to Facebook. What I did originally was I was feeling so much pressure to go out there and start social media. So I went on Facebook and I created an account under Josephine Jirasi. Then I went and I created an account under Glovies. And I created two completely separate different accounts, which I don't know how that allowed me to do it. The problem is then I started to get 
um, family members to, you know, sign up for my Facebook, Josephine Gerasi. And then I was trying to get business associates to also come and be a part of my group. So what happened was some business associates ended up on Josephine Gerasi. Some ended up on Glovies. Then mm-hmm. I learned about the fan page. So then under Josephine Gerasi, I have a Glovies fan page. I am a complete disaster, Greg. So well, my, I'm looking at I'm looking at your page right now. Your Josephine Jurassi is your personal page. But I have okay. two of them too, Greg. How bad is that? I have a picture with me and my husband, and then I have a picture of me by myself. Right. I have and- I have to clean up, like take the eraser on the blackboard and just clean it all up, and it's overwhelming. And I'm sure that there are other people out there that made the same mistake. So what? Oh, there's there's a ton of them. Well, the first thing is. Go with a personal one for your personal family, your friends, and everything else. Get rid of the other one. Now, let's just face it. You have more than just gloving. You are a brand in yourself. So um, you need to put a fan page together for your brand. So you go to your personal – I mean, you go to the one page that you're going to get rid of, which is the jo- just the one by yourself that you've kind of – it's a friend page that you've kind of had business associates. Okay. You start a, a fan page for uh, you as a brand. Now, my, my daughter does this because my, my daughter is a model, a spokesperson. She has an HGTV show, and, and she also has a foundation that she created. So um, she has a brand <coughs> page of herself. Now, what's uh, her? Can we check her out, Greg? Her, her name is her? Alexi. Oh, yeah, her name is Alexi Panos. Um, and, Alexi and, Panos. Okay, so we can go after the show and check her fan page yes. out. Okay, go ahead. And, um, and 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 she's building that brand now. I mean, with her new show with HGTV, um, you know, she called me up. She said, "Dad, I need your help. We got to create a brand because you know we're we're going to start. You know, uh, I, I want to start having my own design product come out and this type of thing. So um, it's sort sort of like the Kathy Ireland thing." So we need to make a brand page for you, Josephine. So okay. once you get your brand page set up, then you, you contact all your friends that had friended you as that business page that you set up erroneously to begin with, and you, and you send them to the brand page say, look, I'm going to delete this page because I, I need to. Number one, Facebook, Facebook knows there's a lot of people who have done, a, you know, they have two, three, four pages, and some of them, yeah, they're going to start shutting down accounts in the very near future because it's just extra stuff. It's just extra data they don't need to to, to, uh, store. So, um, you know, everyone should clean up these things. You should have a personal account that you and your friends and your, your, you know, can find you personally. Then you should have a fan page for your your business. Now, most mompreneurs out there probably have a product. So if you have a product, then... You know, I would check local business. Uh, make sure you check local business and not community page, because when you first say that you want to create a page, the first thing you'll come up is community page. Read through okay. everything and make sure you click on the local business. I didn't even realize that there was a difference between the local and the community. But, oh, we're getting great information here, Greg. But we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with our last segment of Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. Oh. 
We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Christian work-at-home moms, here is your own show on Toginet. It's CWAM, Christian work-at-home moms with Jill Hart and Diana Ennen. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet. Um, I'd love to share with you just a little bit about how CWAM can help you, whether you are new to the work-at-home world and just starting out your search, or whether you've been working at home for a while and are looking to grow your business. Jill Hart is the founder of Christian Work-at-Home Moms, CWAM.com, and co-author of So You Want to Be a Work-at-Home Mom. Jill has worked from home from 2000 and started her home-based business to assist other Christians who desire to work from home while maintaining a godly life. And Diana Ennett with virtualwordpublishing.com. I really, truly want to see you succeed, want to share the joy that I have in being home with my kids and being able to build my own business. And she's ready to help you now. Christian Work at Home Moms with Jill Hart and Diana Ennett. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet. Hey, moms, get ready for Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Living the Dream Mom is about the true realities of motherhood, the beauty and the rewards of watching your children grow. All these moms have something in common. They put their kids first. It's not about the kids all the time and the diapers and the bottles and the breastfeeding. It's about showcasing the mother in motherhood. Real moms in the real world. Do you get it? Now that's what the show is about. So every week, let's get together and we'll share these great stories with you guys. And I hope by the end of the show, you'll be saying, you know what? That is my life. Nina gets it. And I can't hardly wait to see what she brings me next week. Don't miss the next Living the Dream Mom. It's real moms in the real world. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and it's funny. During the break, I was just talking to Greg, and um, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I do want to say, you know, I'm a pretty social person when it comes, um, you know, if I walk into a room in a business environment at a party, I feel pretty comfortable talking to somebody I've never met before and starting up a conversation. But I have to tell you, Greg, when it comes to social media, it's so funny. It's almost like I freeze up. I'm like, all right. Uh, do they really want to know that I just shoveled snow and chopped away at ice for two hours? I'm not really sure. Like sometimes, like if something really big happens with Glovies, I feel like, wow, that's noteworthy news. Let me go out there and tell everybody I'm going to be on the shelves of a big retail baby store. So that's really important. But like on a day-to-day basis, what do you think, you know, we should be tweeting about? Well, and, and, and here's, here's a great thing. Um, Hootsuite, uh, H-O-O-T and then S-U-I-T-E dot com. Hootsuite is a great tool, a platform. There's a free, free level that I, I would say 98, 99% of you could use. Uh, you can set up all your social media platforms, your login, and then from Hootsuite, it just, it just works out automatically. You post on Hootsuite and it goes out to everything. Um, and when you say what to tweet about, I, I literally, I 
very rarely tweet directly. I tweeted a couple t- things from from uh, the Toy Fair, but I did it under my other company called Mom's Best uh, Media, which is uh, a company we just launched. And, and I thought that was more important, tweet from Mom's Best Media than Panos Creative. So uh, that's the only time I ever really tweeted anything. I don't tweet about, you know, boy, the snow's 27 inches deep and I need to go shovel. Uh, my, my own personal opinion is some of the stuff's inane. I had a company a year ago, actually a year ago in January, they contacted me. They launched a year ago in January. It's called Kabumu, K-I-B-O-O-M-U. They uh, have done extremely well. They've done no traditional media, all social media. They were just interviewed by Have Momentum, Holly Pavlica. Um, and they mentioned that they owe their success to the fact that uh, they didn't have much money, but what they did is they did three months of coaching with Panos Creative, and we got them into social media. I, I got that connection because I, I get a general email, and it's called nutshellmail.com. Uh, that is a great thing. It's another free platform that you can go to. You put in all your social media, and then twice or three times a day, how many times you want, you get a synopsis of everything that's gone on. That way you don't have to be on all these different social media sites, you know, looking out, out for things. So oh, that sounds looked, really great. So what is yeah. that called again, nutshell.com? Nutshellmail.com. Okay. I love these names. Um, it's actually owned by by Constant Contact now. Constant Contact is probably one of the most progressive email companies, email platform companies out there. Um, okay. So, so, so it's a free platform, and I, I was looking through this, you know, this uh, synopsis, and I see Greg on the Twitter. Greg, please call me. And I said, "Well, that's, now that's a direct message," and. I called her, and, and she was in Montreal, and she said, you know, my name's Wendy Wiseman. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm starting a kid's music business with my, with my partner, Sherry. She, one was in L.A., one was in Montreal, and um, uh, I spend four hours a day on Twitter. And I said, do you have a life? <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, the poor woman's spending four hours a day on Twitter. Well, so we changed that. Now, Wendy Kabumu, as a Twitter account right now, is one of the highest rated in the country. And all of their posts and everything are coming from they're, – they're not on Twitter, per se, but they're using the platforms that we set up for them. Like Tootsuite is something you can set up for yourself. So uh, when you do want to tweet something important, use, use Hootsuite. But then, then you say, well, how do I build up my account otherwise? Well, the, the way you build it up, um, Hootsuite allows you to import RSS feeds. Now, RSS, uh, you've probably seen it's a little orange thing that has a bunch of little curves on it. Um, it's a little orange box. Uh, RSS means really simple script. So if you have a blog or if you, if, if even your Twitter account or whatever, usually there's an RSS feed, which means that people can subscribe to it, and they'll get that feed on their Google Alerts or whatever reader they use. With Hootsuite, you could go to JPMA and... Or you could set up a retweet. Now, there's a woman called Deuce, D-O-O-C-E. She's like the hottest uh, mommy blogger out there. And she's, I, I have to tell you, she's very candid. She says some really funny things, and some of it's a little <laughs> off color. But right. this, she's, she works with HGTV as well. And uh, I retweet her stuff. So, you know, my Twitter account is retweeting her stuff. And um, because... 
And then my followers that probably aren't following her get to see her tweets. But it also shows activity on my Twitter account. I use Twitter, and there are women and men that use Twitter specifically all the time from their mobile devices, and a lot of politicians and celebrities do this. But unless you are a politician and a celebrity, I don't suggest it. I use Twitter as part of my, uh, an overall social media marketing plat, uh, strategy. It, it's sort of like a little bit of extra uh, uh, turbocharge, if you want to call it that. Um, look, at, look at social media as a car. It's a vehicle. Um, what you really like to do is just know that you can put the key and turn it and go. And the gas for that is going to be your post. So, um, like I said, if you're surfing the net and you can, and there's, you know, Posturus, P-O-S-T-E-R-O-U-S, Posturus.com is a great platform to set up as a blogging platform. And Posturus has the tools to update a lot of other platforms. They also have this cute, cute little tool How called... How do you Facebook. spell that, Greg? P is in Panos, O as in ostrich, S as in Sam, T as in Tim, uh, E as in Ethel, R as in Ran, O as in ostrich, U as in you, <laughs> and S as okay. in Sam. So posturus.com. Okay, great. Um, you, it's, it's simple, it's free, you set it up. And then it, you can go there and they'll say auto-post. And you can just auto-post things. So... You, you can auto-post to your Facebook fan page. You can auto-post to your Twitter account. You can auto-post to your LinkedIn. You can auto-post to your YouTube. Uh, for mompreneurs, YouTube. Moms watch video. 87% of moms online will watch at least two videos a day on, on online. Oh, see, that's so, so interesting to me, Greg, because one of the things on my list of things to do is I need to have like a 30-second video of Glovies and why people should purchase them. And you're the second person that said how important the videos are. So I think you're so right. Yeah. Video is, is huge. Go on YouTube, set up a YouTube channel. It's free. Um, okay. And then in, in, invite invite your... I mean, think about it, Josephine. If you have people that that can tell stories about, you know, how Glovies came in handy, and, and you know, you're you're talking about a fairly non-expensive. I mean, you're not an expensive item. You're, you're not no. a thousand-dollar stroller. No, no. So, so how if you can get someone to talk about a, uh, an item that is not not expensive, that's great. And if you and you get someone to tell a story saying, oh wow, you know. Yeah, we, we, we were driving, uh, on a, on a road trip and we had to stop, uh, because my daughter was, you know, had to go to the bathroom and, you know, it was one of those, uh, um, bath, those, those, uh, garages that, you know, you, you were afraid to even open the door to the restroom. And, you know, you know, boy, we were so thankful for Glovey. <laughs> she had to prop, yeah, she had so to prop funny. herself up, you know? But I mean, I think you're so right, but I have a quick question for you. So I think in order to build some serious buzz about Glovies, I should probably do some kind of competition where people can do a YouTube video of Glovies, and let's say I can come up with some kind of a prize, a gift certificate or something. Um, sure. 
So I think that would be a lot of fun, but how would I go about getting the word out as far as social media goes? Well, you, you start using your social media. And uh, we did, I did this with a cancer foundation that I work with, um, literally the cure for cancer. It's called Kansas, K-A-N-Z-I-U-S, uh, Kansas.org. And it's a friend of mine, he's dead now, uh, came up with the idea of radio waves and 60 Minutes has had it on. We have to go to the people because the pharmaceutical companies are, are blocking human testing. So we came up with Faces of the Fight, and we asked people to put their story up. So think about this. You ask people to put a story up, you give them a form to fill out, and then they, they fill it out, then you cut and paste everything they send you, and you put it up on a page, very simply. Make a template. Uh-huh. And then you send them an email back, and you say, here's your page. And you send a really easy code that Facebook can provide you with, and it, right in that email it'll automatically open up all of their Facebook fans. And, and every person averages about 139 fans. That's the, that's the statistic lately. So they would then, and people love to have their stories told. They love to say, oh, I'm on, I have my own page on, on Gloving, you know, and here's my story. And they'll just click to share. And boom, they're sharing with everybody. So it becomes viral. Oh, that's amazing. Just simple things like that. Yeah, this all sounds really great. I have to tell you, we got so much information. We have less than uh, two minutes here to our show. But I have to tell you, Greg, I am going to have to listen to the show again and really sit down and write down all of the great um, tips you've given us. You really, I don't know about my listeners, I feel just a little overwhelmed because I'm still like social media shy. Can I say that, Greg? Oh, sure, sure. (laughs) And um, this is a lot of information um, that we'll have to um, digest. But the great, great news is I've never done this before, but we're going to have, I have the honor of having Greg, you, (laughs) on my show with Paying It Forward again next Next week, which I think is going to be amazing, um, because what I'll do is I'll digest everything we learned from today's show, and I'll come back with lots of great questions for you, and hopefully from today to next week, I'm actually going to try to do a landing page, Greg, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll see what we can come up with, and maybe I'll be able to post it on the show, you know, on the website the token at the radio station website and um i think it'll be wonderful but greg thank you so much for being a part of paying it forward um well, thank you for having show. me and i look forward to next week okay wonderful everyone have a great week and we'll see you next week on paying it forward with josephine Girasi on toginet.com This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons 